2: what oh no it did the thing i was worried it was gonna do this paro where it didn't What's use the, my webcam i was worried it was gonna do this and, and now wow, it's gonna echo because i didn't dude i don't know how to do this anymore wait is it this
3: hey I mean, it's been a while it's been like two weeks <clears>
2: Hey, <throat> yeah, you're back i'm horrible at this dude i'm should i just should we tell should we share the the viewing audience and our embarrassment of of what just what we just realized
3: uh which part what i did or what you did
2: well, now I don't know what you did. Oh, I, well, I didn't do anything. <laughs> okay, then why'd you say what you did? Well, I thought you did something. I did do something. We coordinated oh. having adapting on the podcast before Christmas. And then I forgot until you said, hey, are we getting Kenneth on here right before we went live? And I went, no, I forgot. So I'm very sorry to, to everybody and to Kenneth. It's my fault. Uh, mm-hmm. I should have double checked. Um
3: but we could have done overlay it overlayless, overlayless,
2: yeah. But we didn't yeah. get a chance to promote it. I, I would have felt bad, like, I don't.
3: I don't know, man. I all mean, right. Yeah, Jack can get mad at you, not me. It's my I fault. Really it's don't. my
2: fault. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. I'm I don't perfect. know how to run a podcast anymore.
3: I never mess up.
2: In twenty twenty, I was good at doing podcasts. Twenty twenty one, all bets are off. You know, that's Dude, I'm you're starting
3: the whole year off bad. A horribly. Horrible
2: start to the to this oh, year of the wow. podcast, year two. You hate to see it. Uh Bear, happy belated birthday. Your birthday Thank is you. uh, is on New Year's Day. Uh, mm-hmm. how did you how did you celebrate hitting hitting your thirties?
3: Um, I tweeted that <laughs> this is the only day that you guys can make fun of me for this year, and then I didn't look at Twitter the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And um, I literally did nothing. Wait, no, I scrimmed. Okay. And then outside of that, nothing. But did they like let you every year,
2: like on oh. your birthday? Did you get to like counter pick? Like, was that your in scrims? Like, instead of top twoing soul for you, did they go like, oh, you know? Yeah. Let me uh Bear, why don't you get to w- wait and see until the very end of the draft?
3: Oh, wait. I think no. Those scrims were good. I enjoyed those scrims.
2: I'll oh, <laughs> see so you uh okay.
3: Now, I can't go into that, but that was yeah, a good thing. Yeah, can't day. go into
2: it. Can't go into it obviously. Worlds coming up. Can I make an educated guess on what that means? Nope. Okay.
3: Anyways. Because I might break on stream if you actually know. Fair enough. Then or if you I, hit too close.
2: Fair enough. Then I, uh, then I will not say anything. Got to be careful about what we are talking about strategy-wise because Worlds is starting tomorrow with the Community Joust Tournament stuff. But starting this week, we've got the Smite World Championship. Finally. Super excited to get into it. Um, I don't know about you, Bera. There's something I wanted to talk about. And we're going to talk about it early, I suppose. I think this is the most nervous I've been for a Worlds since season, I want to say season four. For me, on the casting side, this is the most nervous I've been. I was nervous all of season three. I wasn't nervous season four Worlds until finals, and then I was really nervous. This year, I'm more nervous than I have been since then. uh, because. Because normally I've got the crowd. Like I don't have to worry about bringing the right amount of energy.
3: Oh no, that's awkward. It's going to be hard.
2: And I'm worried that I'm going to overdo it and I'm not going to get like, you know, it's been so hard to like casting from home. We're going to, we're going to be energized because we're going to be in studio with one another and that's going to be good. But like, what if we get too excited and we're yelling like in between games and that's bad? That's really bad for your vocal cords. That's a really easy way to lose your voice. I'm, I'm just nervous about it, man. I'm nervous. I yeah. don't know. What about I you? Didn't
3: think about, I didn't think about that from like a casting perspective. That's kind of funny to bring the right amount of hype. I mean, it's hard. Since it's, since it's Worlds, I think you can just always bring hype and it will be fine the entire time. Like, yes. just cast like the casters cast like League. And just be very excited excited in there. Yeah. And just like be very excited the whole time. And I'm not nervous at all. (laughs) Like (laughs) I am just hard chilling right now. Like scrum's been going good. And I feel like we have like, I don't want to sound cheesy, but like we've hit our stride, (laughs) you know, yeah. things are looking up. I feel like we know what we want to do. And yeah, I feel, I don't feel, I mean, Ask me that the morning that we play, uh, I mean, I might be a little nervous then, but I think this is the least nervous I've ever been for Worlds.
2: I was going to say that doesn't, you know, I've known you for a while. Normally, you're excited, but normally I feel uh, I get the, get the interpretation that you're a little bit nervous going, in, mm-hmm. going into Worlds, like a, a healthy amount of nervous. I would mm-hmm. say this is probably the most relaxed you've seemed to me pre-worlds uh would you agree with that
3: yeah i'm hard chilling i mean it's easier to look at it from my perspective because it's online yeah and there's i think there's normally like a nervous excitedness because i get to meet so many fans yeah and i get to just have that world's energy and you know you're gonna get the nerd flu a week later which you love I mean I could have COVID right now and it's just <laughs> building up, it's ready. That would be uh, your luck, wouldn't it? Honestly, I'm just expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake up tomorrow morning and just feel like crap and be like, Well, here we go. It's the mid. I got it. Yeah, here we go. That's uh that
2: that would be your luck in that instance. No McDonald's nope. this week, huh, Barry?
3: Nope. I have I've been eating very healthy. Okay. Uh basically no fast food, no like takeout stuff just homegrown straight from the store <laughs> meals <laughs> right and uh i feel great
2: good that's the way we want to hear that's what that's the way we want to do it okay so in order to break down this world
1: mm-hmm. I
2: think obviously asking you to pick a winner very different you know not something that we really want to do as you're competing so i think that the best way for us to do this is I want to go team by team. We'll go in order that we're going to see them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And let's talk about, let's say if they're going to succeed, it's because they did X or if they fail, it's because Y happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I want to highlight each team's most important player for them to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in, in advance, if your favorite player isn't their most important player. It's not because we think they're bad. That's all.
3: Well, it is.
2: Well, they are bad for the They
3: rate. are bad. Um,
2: okay, let's start with who we are going to see first, which is you, by the way. But oh. on the schedule, it says Belt Slap versus Renegades. So I'm going to go with... Uh, we're going to go with Belt Slap first. What... See, this is a little... If, if you don't want to talk about this matchup, I can talk about it. Because uh, if that makes you more comfortable. But if you can... If belt slap is going to win a lot of games at Worlds, they're going to win Worlds. Mm-hmm. They're it win means Worlds. okay. It means what happened?
0: Uh,
3: yeah, I don't know if I can answer this one.
2: Fair enough. Yeah. Why don't I? Uh, why don't I just take it? Well, I mean, um,
3: I can give like a caster answer. If that's, you want. Yeah, that's
2: fine. That's fine.
3: Um Wait, I mean, but I'm Johnny, give the caster answer. We'll have two caster answers. Okay. Fine. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I think Johnny needs to hyper-carry. Yeah. And he is just the player that's been playing hyper-carries for like 18 years. Yep. And, you know, when you're playing those things, you got to pop off and you got to hyper-carry, which is obvious. So I'm not giving away anything. Yeah. But that's that's my caster answer. I'm not going to go further in the detail. Sure. But And, uh, and
2: that's fair. Uh, De- Dolson in the chat, by the way, just absolutely popped off. Dave, you got to save some of these for Worlds, bro. Sam and Dave are doing their own version of our show in the chat. Sam asks Dave, who do you think Belt Slap's most important player is? And Dolson says, this week, their router. Unbelievable answer. Of course, the Belt Slap SML team playing from Europe on North American servers. Uh, Mm -hmm. So maybe Dave's right. Maybe their router is is their most important team member this week. I agree with you. I think that if Belt Slap wins, it's because You can play hyper carries in the jungle and Johnny does it to the level that he's been doing it to the SML for years, but against Mm -hmm. the best players theoretically playing at their best. So that would be uh, (laughs) something else. I think belt slap does not do well if the meta is fast, because this team has not shown me that they can play that style. They haven't had to in their defense. Maybe they can be the ones to to drag the meta down and slow it down a little bit. But if the meta is fast, I do not think uh, Belt Slap is going to do well. (laughs) Waiting to see if Barry has any follow-up. He does not. And we're moving on. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) I just going to sip my water. (laughs) Yep. Just takes a a deep sip of water. Oh, I've got some water, too. Maybe I take a sip. You know, drink as much as you want. That's all I need. I was going to take a really long drink, but I decided that wasn't going to be good podcast content.
3: I like the way you put your mouth on it. You good? What? I just got a little distracted. Okay.
2: All right. Um, renegades. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, okay. This is good energy going into uh, going into a, a question about your team. Here's what else. Uh, I'll I'm just taking this one right in right <laughs>
3: Are you flustered dog?
2: No, not at all. Uh, I think renegades are going to win. If. Lasbra is able. To control the pace of the game. For the team. I'm not that worried about Jake. I'm not that worried about any other part of the map. I think. The, the biggest difference between renegades. When they pop off and renegades, when they don't is lasbra being able to control the pace of the game. Um, mm-hmm. that's from my perspective. Uh, therefore, I think Renegade's most important player to perform is Lasbra, uh, because he has been the least consistent member of the team in my mind. Uh, Bear, I don't know if you want to take this or you want me to just go, uh, um, go to the other part.
3: I'm going to give another, give us the very shallow answer. answer. Yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait that's not the caster uh, answer though right caster
2: answer is no, no, just, like this big is
3: brain okay yeah, okay yeah, cool. yeah huge yeah. brain massive you know everything right. um we just have to play our game and not get distracted by the potential of things happening in a way that we don't see them happening that's a good way to, to
1: phrase wow. that you Thank said
3: you. nothing that was
2: impressive <laughs> <laughs> nicely done that, that was those were english words put together that meant nothing.
3: well done form almost a sentence it was a sentence um and then for us to lose it's just the opposite okay i mean can you say can what I... you said backwards <laughs> <laughs> uh not exactly backwards but i can say if we do not play our game and if we allow things to happen you get distracted like, yeah, if we get distracted and we – something about things happening in a way that we didn't see them happening.
2: Right. Someone takes a drink from a water bottle in front of you and God forbid you're getting distracted <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Renegades um, – man, I don't know. It's tough because – I and I mean this truthfully. I don't – I don't – I have not talked to Bera at all. About their picks or anything like that, we have not communicated whatsoever. But mm. something tells me, just based on the way that you guys played during the regular season, that if there's going to be a team that brings out some weird picks that force other <laughs> teams to adjust, it's likely going to be a team like the Renegades. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they, and, and sometimes things like this happen, where you just think a certain god or a certain few gods in certain roles are good and they aren't it's a really easy way to lose is just having Mm -hmm. all of your prep be wrong um and
1: i think that's (laughs) really
2: funny (laughs) which is really awesome and you know we love that and bear is there a worse feeling on the whole planet than like getting beat 2-0 in the first two games and realizing that all of your prep is wrong and then you're like well what do we do do we stick to our prep that's wrong or Uh, just adjust in the middle
3: Benji showing up one minute before they're DQ'd and getting 3 would when you want two
2: games.
3: Yeah, that is the worst feeling. <laughs> I think that might be the worst feeling uh, I've experienced before. Um, that was horrible, dude. That was horrible. That was ridiculous. especially because we had so many leads, and you know, just whoop, <laughs> there it goes.
2: Good lord, I had I had removed that from my mind, but uh, oh,
3: it's still there. Yeah, for, for me. So I'm sorry. It's always that. there.
2: Um, okay. Next team we'll, we will see on Tuesday will be Obey and Sanguine. We'll start with Obey. Um,
3: Obey's of, pretty easy for me.
2: Yeah, I think Sino is Obey's most important player. Yep. Uh,
3: By not, far, not
2: close. I don't think any other team. I don't think any other team has a bigger gap between their most important player and their second most important player mm-hmm. in terms of what they need to do in order for their team to succeed. And maybe that's unfair to Sino. Um, but I I think that Sino deserves not all of the credit when Obey wins. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want it to sound like that, but
3: when Obey More wins, like all the flack if they lose.
2: No, that's not fair to him either. Yep. It's, it, he he just has a lot of weight on his shoulders with the way this place this team likes to play the game. Um, and with that. You should be get. He should be getting more. He definitely deserves more credit than he gets whenever mm-hmm. they whenever they win, and he probably deserves less blame when they lose than he gets because people love to hate on his picks. Um, but I think personally, I think Sino is sick nasty at Smite and a good leader. And Obey will win if Sino and his play style mesh with. If Obey plays around Sino and Sino hits that, that Season 5 MVP stride, Obey can can beat just about anybody, man. I think they could be really good.
3: Um, I agree, because in my eyes, their team is kind of full of role players, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Just when you think of people playing their role, those people do <clears throat> just what's necessary to play their role. And Sino, in my opinion, just needs to be just the overlord of that team and just tell them kind of get the team cohesion going for everything, which I assume he's been doing this year based on like their objectives, the executioner stone cutting build that we saw come out mm-hmm. and just kind of pulling all the boys together. Kind of like I would say in a pain to beyond day type. I don't know if people would even still remember him Yeah. from like, well, like the newish people. Yeah. Basically the general, the I think general. Was the name, yeah. Oh yeah. And he was saying, we're doing this, we're going here and this play is happening and we are all going to commit to this idea and we're going to do this. And Sino basically has to do that in my opinion, because it's not a bad thing that this team is full of role players, but I don't think anything that they do in those four roles is going to be kind of shocking and unexpected, I would say. Yeah. Um, Which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, it's just that's just what their team is. I think they will struggle if Sino gets behind. Yep. Or if they're kind of what Agro brought up earlier, whereas if their meta or their prep <laughs> everything they've been working for or towards just does not work on game day. And yep. then you lose game one really hard and you go into game two draft and you're like, well boys, <laughs> do we do it again? And I think they might run into that.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I think that Obey... Like, if I'm in Sino's shoes, and I really Ooh. think that there's a chance that, like, Hades Jungle, a pick that he's played a lot in ranked, like, <laughs> could be good. Mm-hmm. In competitive. And I think that it's weird enough that we could beat teams with it for free if I just play well. Yep. I'd pick it. Um, I I, I think that... Oh, and Sino has been willing to play Sino has played Hades jungle, Chernabog jungle, Raijin jungle. I mean, that's like, he, he's done it all, bro. And you know what? If let's put it this way, Barra, if Laz behind the scenes, has been working on a Raijin jungle, I would really, if you want me to say nice things about the draft, don't do that one when I'm on the desk for it. But if obey picks it, I'm probably going to gas it. That's just the way, like, it is not Lazbor specific. If Sam, Okay, Sam's going to get mad if I say that he can't play Hades jungle because he's here. I saw Nika in the chat. If Cherry, look, if Cherry really thinks that he's going to pull out on her jungle <laughs> at Worlds, I'm probably going to roast him. But I'm just saying, if Sino did it, I think that you have to take risks in a team like Obey's Shoes. And they can pay off, and they can pay off really, really big. Um, mm-hmm. So that I don't know. That's the way I think. I think, yeah. Go ahead.
3: Second most important member, still way behind Sino for them. Real quick, I would say inbound. I think inbound yes. needs to. I wouldn't say step up a lot. I just think he needs to have career defining moments. Oh, that's all. <laughs> well, I mean, it's worlds. Like this, yeah? if, if there's a time where you want to make the giant plays this is it yep. and i feel like if sign or if inbound can take some of the weight off of sino and make the big plays and make the big engagements and make Sino's job easier that i feel like inbound can do that yep and certainly capable he he needs to in my opinion
2: agreed that team is not <clears throat> uh that team is not going to win if sino and inbound aren't playing really well for sure um mm. they play up against sanguine who I don't know what to think about this team, man. I mean, they were, they, they
3: were, was pretty easy for me too. They just need to return to what they were.
2: Right. But is that good enough? Because worlds as, as you know, brings out the best in all these teams. We see the highest mm-hmm. level from all these teams is sanguine go. I don't think to just playing like they did phase one is enough to win. I think they need to be better than they were phase one. And that's, a tall task when we haven't seen Mm -hmm. that sanguine in the last few months uh i think i think that they will win if someone besides shinto can put pressure on picks and bans if you if you can force teams to give shinto hell or persephone some of those powerful gods that he can carry on that's the easiest route for sanguine's victory i think that someone has got to make You know, Netruid has got to make Heimdall look unbeatable in his hands. Mm -hmm. Force teams to take it away from him and open up the draft for Shinto.
3: I, I, I think it's just super simple for me. I think they just need to return to what they were. I don't know if it's good enough to win Worlds. Sure. But I think that is a step in the right direction. Because before it was, they all played two picks. And all those picks were insanely good. And they would win games off of that and they're just like they were role players but they their team cohesion in the late game would always bring them through and they won so many late games against literally the best teams in the world which sounds weird but they were they literally came out of nowhere and then they were beating late game like professional players that have played late game forever and they were coming in winning late games against them, and I think that's what they need to do. I don't think they need to run some crazy pressure nonsense or bring out some crazy new strategy. I think they just need to play like a team again.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, who do you think their most important player is? Because I don't know if we're going to agree.
3: Um, like player that needs to make the most impact, or
2: yeah, however, however you want to, however you want to interpret it.
3: I would say Ronnie.
2: Yeah. I think that's fair, but I think mine is is Yarkor because I think Yarkor mm-hmm. is good enough to, like, Benji this tournament, like, mm-hmm. just absol- just look unbeatable <clears throat> and mm-hmm. force a ton of picks and a ton of bands around his god pool, and that ties into what I think the biggest key for Sanguine is, which is opening up the draft for Shinto. Um, mm-hmm. I think Yarkor could could really you want to talk about like career defining moments. I think Yarkor could have that kind of week with Sanguine Mm -hmm. because I just think he's I think he's sick. I'm a huge appreciator of his game. Um, I think I think Sanguine will struggle um, if they expect to be able to pick the same things they've been picking all year and play the same style they've been playing all year because clearly that style lost momentum towards the back Mm -hmm. end of the year. um, And going in and doing the same thing over and over and over again is just not going to work at a tournament like Worlds. That would be my biggest concern for them.
3: See, I'm on the other side. I will say it will work because Mm -hmm. they did make it work for so long and teams tried to break it and find their way in and they didn't. But they're on the same side as Ghost Mm -hmm. and us. So there's a lot of things that we'll be playing I assume both of our teams that, uh, you know, might break it open a little bit.
2: Get a little wild is what it sounds mm-hmm. like, which is what I love to hear. All right, let's move on to who we'll see on Wednesday. Uh, Mind the Gap versus SSG is the first game on Wednesday. This Mind the Gap team, we've already kind of gushed about them. I think they're sick. Um, mm-hmm. I think their most important player is uh, is Layers, Um We've seen what layers can do to teams. I mean, you'd think back to that uh, hype unit run that they had. Was that last year or only? Good Lord. Um, two years ago. Was that two years ago?
3: It was 2021.
2: Okay, man. Season <laughs> season six is what I'm saying. Uh, when when he was really dominating uh, on a lot of different picks and, and was just looking like uh, an MVP level player, I think for me... Hype unit's going to win if they are able to drag teams into that SML play style of brawling all the time, just trying to keep up to a high pace of play and layers is able to pop off. So I kind of answered two parts there, but that's their most important thing and their most important player.
3: I would agree. I would say the scrappier, the messier, the better. I don't think they need to come in with any crazy strategies or anything new. I just think they need to make the game literally as messy as possible. Yep. Play like play like it's ranked. Literally, just run it down and see what happens. Because I mean, they play SSG, right? Yes. Yeah, SSG has played against some absolute nonsense this year. So kind of unfortunate for them. Because I think their win con is also what SSG will be prepared for. Yep. Um, but I, I just think they need to just run it down. Like don't worry, don't ever second guess yourself. You literally have nothing to lose. Just literally hold your W key and see what happens.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't think that there's any. Don't don't try and take it late against SSG. They could win a game like that, but mm-hmm. feel like that's not really your 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 strategy. And that's where I think their their biggest pitfall could come. If if hype unit doesn't succeed, it's because they try to get away from what got them here, which is. Playing mean, playing sloppy, jamming every buff invade, whether it's good or not. Um, And look, by advising this style, I'm basically signing off on Mind the Gap, getting absolutely obliterated 3-0 by an SSG team who's ready for it, and then looking horrible, and then everyone in Twitch chat calling them garbage. Like, I think that I'd rather see that than see them drag late game against na- exactly like who cares like, about them? no don't do it just get don't in there it. and make it and make it fast one way or the other and I know I've said that about games in the past because I'm casting and I'm tired that's not what I want for worlds I want the best games no matter what but I do think that's their best option to uh, mm-hmm. to win is, is to play in that style uh, SSG what, uh, what are your first impressions for, for SSG
3: I think SSG has kind of hmm, been a little bit of a letdown when it counts this year. Yeah, I mean that's fair. is kind of depressing for me, because I want to see them succeed and play really well. Yep. But I don't know if just for whatever reason, that just when it comes to game day, like at a really important time... Things just, I don't know if it's, like, from last year or whatever, where they got, like, reverse swept by, I think it was PK. Mm-hmm. PK? Yeah. Yes.
2: Well SK, SK, SK at the time, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. This year. Um, yeah, and i I don't know if that's just, like, been in their brains forever, but I know these guys are insane if they, like, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> uh-huh. I know they're sick You yeah. know they're sick They're nuts They can easily win worlds If everyone on that team Hits their potential on that day Yes And I, I don't know I want to say this team can easily win worlds They can But I, I they're, It's literally in their hands yep. In my opinion i like,
2: I was going to say I'm going to start with a negative here SSG will, well, maybe I can just frame this as the positive. Um, SSG will win if they stay out of their own heads. They Mm -hmm. they have to, and I'm not saying they're tilt machines. I'm not saying that, you know, they're mental, as weak as players. They have to come into this tournament ready to play their best and then actually do it, which is really Mm -hmm. hard. It is not simply doing it. Um,
3: you can't just be like, today's the day I'm going to play my best. Exactly.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and I've said it a billion times on this podcast, and I'm going to keep saying it because it doesn't get enough. It, z- he doesn't get enough credit. The fact that Zatman played for 43 years straight, got to <laughs> World's Finals once, and played the best set of Smite he's ever played in his life is unbelievable <laughs> to me because, of all, because it is so hard when it matters yep. the most to you to pop off in that manner.
3: So... And- it's literally out of your control. Yeah. Like, yep. your brain some days will just be hitting, like, hyper mode, and you will know exactly what play you want to make. Your comms will be perfect. And then your whole team has that same day, and you're like, man, this is nice. We yep. literally can't lose. Yep. And but you're saying, need- that,
2: It's interesting that you say that because I, to some degree, I do agree that it's out mm-hmm. of your hands, but don't the real greats, just force themselves to have on days when it matters the most? Like, do you think Jordan, like, woke up the day of a finals game and he was like, man, this sucks. I'm going to play like crap today. (laughs) You know know what I mean? Like, the the best... There's a difference in playing like crap
3: and playing good and playing slightly better than good than having your best day where you are just everyone's in the zone, everyone's focused, and you know that you can't lose all those are so different
2: yeah they are different and i get it and in to to a different it's a it's a different thing but to a it's a a similar vein there are days where the game starts and i'm starting to you know my brain's churning on what i want to talk about and i feel like i just can see the whole thread of the game play out it's like some demon slayer nonsense i see the opening (laughs) thread i I know where the whole game's going Mm -hmm. uh and then other days i have no idea what's happening at any point
3: um, and then you're just like okay why am i not focused and then yeah. you try to like force the focus and you're focusing on one thing but you're missing like 900 other things cuz yep. you're so focused on like i need to focus and I, it's just random man It's like i've played fo- in so many events so many times and like the times that your whole team hits a stride it's so random like i think mask hit a stride season 3 worlds Dude. and my man just he was on fire. Yeah. I did.
2: I I went back and rewatched that whole set recently, uh, and dude, he was popping off. Like yeah. it was insane. I I I knew it was good, but I would forgotten how good it really was. Uh, but that's just kind of. I don't know. That's just kind of the way it goes sometimes. I do think that the greats can get themselves in that zone maybe not to the to like 100 percent like it happens naturally sometimes but i think the greats can really get themselves to to 95 or something like that you know what
3: i mean mm-hmm. um, uh, i would say that just that should happen naturally in a stage this big yeah. not a stage this big, but an event this big right where everyone just wakes up and you're just ready to go that day like mentally you were just
1: locked in, in, the, zone in the zone in the zone
3: I think there's a big difference between like 95 and 100%. Yes, I agree. I cuz I've been in like that zone of I know exactly how this it's going to go I know exactly how the front line's going to play. I know exactly what I need to do to win this fight and win this game. Yep. And there's just such a difference between like I'm going into this team fight. I pretty much know how I want to play it. I know kind of what the front line's going to do. And I hope it goes well.
2: <laughs> here we go. We're just going to yep. try our best. Dude. I hope I get in that zone and I'm casting this week, man. Uh, I'm in my brain already. Okay. Oh, uh, what now. are you I'm, doing? I know I know, I know. I know. Okay. Here. Do you want to see me do it even worse? I, the prediction guys are asked you? me to run an ad. I hope this goes well, but I have no idea what is about to happen here. Chat. None. Let's see what happens. We might. Be right back with a quick ad. We might not. Who knows? Okay, wait. I'm going to do it this way. Okay. Okay. And then we're going to do this. Oh, baby. We are in business.
1: My heart is racing right now, dude. Woo! We got a 50 times one. Another
0: bonus. Boom! I love how pretty it
1: is. Ignition. And it's good. It's very good.
2: All right, chat. I did it. Okay, wait, wow. we're coming back.
3: Wait, you're sick. Dude,
2: I'm going so, to be so good at Worlds this week, dude. Let's go! I'm already in the dude, zone. It can't, be, it can't be any easier, dude. There you have it. Um, okay, let's move on to our next team, which is EU United. EU mm-hmm. United PK is the next one um, that is uh, that is going to be on the Wednesday. Um, this United team, I think has the biggest the biggest gap between them playing it their best and them playing at their worst. I think they have I mean they could be anywhere on the scale man I mean we're talking out of 100 we could if they show up and they play at 100 they are literally good enough to win worlds like this team has so much talent but we've seen them at like 30 most of the year 25, 15 like that, oh wait you're right uh, I'm sorry we didn't finish SSG what am I doing we didn't talk about SSG's most important player Barra.
3: I don't want I don't want you to be in your head I just, was going to let you run with it
2: uh, No, no. I want to be on this I'm, I'm in the zone not right now clearly uh, I was out of the zone the instant you said hey remember when we were supposed to have a guest on this episode and I felt horrible about it and I still do <laughs> um, I was out of the zone but I do want to finish talking about SSJ. Who do you think the most important player is?
3: Cherry, easy. Yep. It's easily cherry. And there's a big difference in him on like Erlong and Kali and just controlling the whole game and the picks that you were terrified of letting Cherry have. And then there's days where he'll just play kind of, I will not say random gods, obviously, because he's, he's it, But I think... He's a type of player that just needs to be put on his just his signature picks, which sounds really bad, but I don't mean that, that in a bad way. There's just his Erlong is just just something special, man. Yep. Like he hard carries on that pick. Yep. And I just think he needs to play those kind of picks, just the chariot picks and just hard carry because I think that team if they're not being, I would say controlled by Cherry. But yeah, I guess if he's not setting the pace on the map, that team will lose.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think and that's fair. And I agree with, with basically everything you said. Cherry yeah. has a very hard job because I think he is asked to wear the most different hats in the mm-hmm. league. They play so many different styles and Cherry's job changes a lot with those styles. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's on, man, team looks unbeatable. Uh, yep. Okay, we're good on SSG now, right? We we did all the we did all the things for them. Perfect. All right, let's talk United then. Uh, something about you know they've got the biggest gap between when they play their best, when they play their worst. Just rewind it if you need to hear that opening spiel again. Um, I don't know, man. A team with Scream and Baskin, if they both play at their best, they can like two v five. They we just haven't seen that Scream or that Baskin. All year, really. So is it fair to expect that of them? I don't know. I don't know if it is.
3: i, I I'm most excited for that set. That I'm set is going to be... This the, is going to be
2: insane set.
3: I, I'm all for the opening sets. I think that set's going to be the most fun to watch because... <laughs> it's going to get game. wild. Yeah, I'm um, not going <laughs> to... <laughs> Those games are going to be fun to watch. This
2: <laughs> It's very possible because ne- neither team has shown any consistency all year. Like PK had one really good stretch, but I could see either team. If you told me that set was anything, but I'd be surprised if that's a 3-1. I'll put it that way. It's either going to be a 3-0 or a 3-2. I just don't see what like... It's either going to be re- both teams playing really badly or really well, and it's really mm-hmm. close and fun to watch. Or one team is going to play well, and one team is going to lay an egg,
3: and it's going to be a 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just <laughs> – I just think – Yeah, I <laughs> – I cannot hear whatever.
2: I cannot wait to hear whatever scrim story I'm about to hear after this podcast is over. That is that is uh, eliciting this reaction. That's gonna yeah. Be, that's gonna be fun.
3: So I'll just you know focus on something else. United, right? I think the most important player is Scream. Agreed. And I think Scream knows that he is the pivotal point of that team. Yep. And he needs to. I mean it's. I feel like we've just been listing a lot of junglers, but I think that's just how Smite is right now. Most important role. In this meta where the jungler can just kind of control the map and control the pace and kind of set the pace as well. Um, Yeah, I would just say... I think they need to be having a good day, bad day, if they want to beat PK. And I feel like PK is the same way.
2: Yeah, these two teams, man, they, they are very similar. Um, and pretty different. Just, I guess they're they're mostly similar in the in the sense that they're both inconsistent. E mm-hmm. um, United, for me, I agree. Their most important player is Scream. I think E United will win if Scream and Baskin run the right side of the map. Uh, I have no worries about their duo lane. I think Snoopy was playing at a really high level at the end of phase two. I thought Gino was playing really well. I think Hurwind mm-hmm. has gotten nowhere near enough credit for how good of a year he's had with all of this turmoil around that team. He's been really, really consistent. Um, Scream and Baskin have to prove that they can carry because Hurry, Snoopy, Gino are all really good players at doing their job. I think it's up to Scream and Baskin now be... the the headline of this team. And I think that's been a huge identity problem for United all year is that they haven't had that headliner. You know, when we look at this Mm -hmm. team, it's, Oh, is heroin going to carry on Giannis this game? Or, you know, is it going to be Snoopy popping off? And Snoopy's had those pop-off games and heroin has carried those Giannis games, but it hasn't felt like them playing through those two players has, has really always worked. Mm Mm-hmm. Let your let your shooters shoot, man. I don't know. I, I just think that Scream and Baskin have both proven in their careers that they can be the hard carries. They have to do it again for um, yep. so this team to succeed. United will not succeed if they don't try. I, I, I think it's not even worth trying to play uh, any other style besides picking their weird picks, you know, pick the Giannis high. Pick the mm. pick the Bastet high. I I don't care. I think that they they shouldn't get sucked into playing other teams' picks, and they should stay at home, play what they we know they're comfortable with. Like dude, Scream was owning on Rat at the beginning. Whenever Baskin first joined the team, he was owning on that pick, and then it mm. it's, it just completely disappeared. Let let them pick their own weird things, and if they try and conform, I think that that could be their downfall.
3: I agree. Um I just think they just need to show up that day Mm -hmm. I think every day they play They need to have an on day Which just, I mean, it's really A bad answer, again But if they do not show up Against PK, I think PK will show up At Worlds Over any other time During this entire year Yeah. Not even saying that because of last year I just think those players show up on game day Sometimes
2: They did did not (laughs) at Phase 2 playoffs we can say that. To
3: oh, God, I forgot. What, okay, you're right. Yeah. Never mind.
2: Yeah. It, uh, that was
3: rough. It, it was yeah, rough. though Everyone but Zap was just...
2: Gunning it down.
3: Yeah, having a bad day. Gunning. And Zap, Zap really didn't play playoffs. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to. His team was just like, today we're inting. Sometimes <laughs> that's the way it's
2: going to be. This PK team, I think their most important... Uh, player is is good old Ronnie in uh, in the solo lane. I think Mm -hmm. when they play through the right side of the map and Scary is able to control the right side of the map, this team just gets to do a lot because he creates so much space for Paul and Zap to operate that it makes Paul's play style, which is more conservative, more successful because Ronnie's able to create more space for him. Um, Mm -hmm. So... You know, that means that Fred's going to have to have a good good week. It means that Neil's going to have to have a good week for the same style. But, I mean, we've talked about it a lot on this podcast. When Scary D gets in those modes and he gets ahead, nope. he is still so good at pushing those leads. So I think Scary's the most important player. But, but for their, you know, PK wins if X happens. PK wins if they play at the same level they did last year at Worlds. And that seems like a lot to ask. I don't know. But it was a lot to ask of them then if we were doing the show last year. We would oh, have said, yeah. SK wins if they play way better than they ever have before. And who knows if they can do that. Yeah. But, well, they did it. And they won. So they need – the. It, again, it's kind of a cop-out answer. But we've seen the bl- blueprint for this team. Um, and it's playing well defensively. It's taking games late. But with the ability to blow it open early with uh, – with their, with their solo laner.
3: I think for that whole side of the bracket, they will be playing through solo. Yeah. That whole side of the bracket is just solo meta. If you're controlling blues, if you're controlling backs, if you're doing all of that. Because the and PK, we already know, are most likely going to be playing through solo. Yep. And then Radiance with Benji. Benji's Benji. They, they will be playing through solo. Right. Or at least they should. Right. And... Gosh yeah scary D just needs to put on the backpack and just dominate solo side and it's not even up to him in like the 1v1 so much I think it's just his whole team being over there at the correct times yep
2: yeah I think uh damn I cannot wait for worlds dude! I'm so excited to watch that set I'm actually so pumped uh I can't wait it's gonna be so much fun Mm -hmm. uh and I am, and I'll leak. I'll leak some of the schedule right now. I'm really, I'm casting that game, and I'm really excited because it's going to be wild. There's going to be some wild stuff almost certainly.
3: I um, expect a bloodbath in that set. On oh yeah. the solo side of the map. Oh yeah, that's going to be awesome. But I think, I think Baskin's the same way. I think if Baskin gets behind, he his impact. I mean, that's obvious. The players behind, but sure. I feel like it's just such a big difference in him and scary when either one's behind yes and those might just be complete snowball games or they could be four people fighting at each blue buff or basically a 4v4 at each blue buff
2: oh baby i'm so excited dude this podcast is getting me amped up. all right we are getting pretty close <laughs> to time so we got to speed it up a little bit uh oh, we yeah. only got two more teams to go though um mm-hmm. let's talk the the number one seed ghost gaming i was talking about this on mm-hmm. my uh stream before mm-hmm. we went live I think Ghost is the, the heaviest favorite to win a worlds since energy season three. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're that much behind how favored that energy team was. Um, mm-hmm. They've won everything this year. I mean, they were they won phase one playoffs, they won phase two playoffs. they were number one uh going into phase 2 playoffs in in the standings this team i mean ghost wins if they stay out of their own way they've sh- they've shown they've shown it this year uh it, it, and i'm not trying to say that if they lose they choked i don't think that's fair um but certainly that is like If they play like they have been in relation to the rest of the league, they will win. And that is Mm -hmm. something that these last few years, I really don't think we've been able to say um, definitively. They've looked that good.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, for them to win, I just feel like they just need to not play bad, which they have done literally all year. Yep. So... I feel like for the list for them to win is just don't be bad. Stay out of your own way. They've been doing that literally all year. And I, that's the whole list for for them to win. Like It's just so simple because I feel like their team of five players are just cohesively, I wouldn't say on a different level, but they've shown that they've just been above the competition literally all year. Yep. And it's... It's been very hard to beat them for literally every team. And I think the only way they lose is if someone just has a very bad tournament for some reason and is just choking and playing really poorly or if Mike is not able to control the pace and do what he wants on the map. Because I think PBM is obviously their most important player. and
2: Obviously, yes. If
3: uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not even close Nope. And the games that PBM Is on controlling the pace It's just easy for them Yeah like it, You literally you really can't play the game
2: You've got Mike who has proven himself to be the best support in the league this year mm-hmm. I, don't, I really don't think that's an arguable point Sam has looked like the best jungler in the league Fine has looked like the best solo laner in the league Especially as of late Panda Cat has always been one of If not the best Hunters mm-hmm. in the league and twig all of a sudden at phase two playoffs looks like he might be playing like the best mid in the league all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. uh Oh, you know, like what? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I agree. Mike is their most important player. I don't have a whole lot of analysis here. Um, unless their simple, prep, unless their prep is wrong or they have really bad individual plays. I think ghost is the heavy favorite to win but even yep. despite that, I still don't like there are teams that would surprise me if they won for sure, but there are still teams besides ghost. that wouldn't surprise me if they won. It wouldn't surprise me if radiance made a run and won at mm-hmm. all. It wouldn't surprise me if SSG put it together in one, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't know. I think it's a good spot to be in that. We have the narrative of a clear favorite, but that they aren't uncontested. Uh, and I think that, I think that's the way to look at it. Um, as for that Radiance team, I don't know. I, I, think, I think Radiance will win if Kennet really steps up. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's their most important player. What do you know? Surprise, a jungler. But if he can get this team to their comfort zone of late game and he's playing late game well, I think they can beat anybody. They've they've proven that they look great in these big these big game situations. Um, so I, I think Radiance is really relying on getting to the late game without falling too far behind early. And they I and they had to have figured out their drafts. I thought their drafts mm-hmm. were inconsistent, even at playoffs. I think Ghost was the only team that was really okay. able to exploit that. Um, so for me, adapting most important player. Radiance will win if adapting is, is popping off. They will lose if their picks and bands aren't better than they were at phase two playoffs.
3: See, I'm going to disagree. I think please do uh, most important player. in my opinion, by a margin is Benji. Yep. Yeah. I think that team coming into worlds, I would treat every game like it's season four and let that man hard carry. Yep. And you just have to put that man in a position where he can hard carry and do everything on the map. Yeah. And I think Aurora is second for me. I think Aurora needs to have a just, I would say, bigger impact, but he just needs to get back into competition with PBM. For being one of the best sports in the league,
2: yeah, he uh, he isn't the focal point of this team nope. like he was on previous teams, and in that
3: yep. requires I mean, different skills. You look at him now versus him last year on Splice, yeah, completely different. Yeah, and I feel like Cyclone and BMT are going to show up and play well. I feel like adapting will show up and play well, but those two players, I mean, Benji, I think they need to put him. In a position where he can just hard carry, and Aurora needs to facilitate that, in my opinion.
2: Yep, it's uh, man, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really fun. I, I think Radiance is a team that I, you know, I've been a bit of a doubter for that team at times. And every mm-hmm. single playoffs, they step up and they play their best. This is now the biggest moment of season seven. We've said that every increasingly important game, Radiance has looked better and better. Maybe oh, they yeah. can uh, can put it together and, and look really good. Um, again, guys, Worlds uh, conquest games start on Tuesday. Uh, excuse me, but J- community joust tournament starts tomorrow. Uh, Seeing a lot of questions in the chat about that. Barrett, it's, it's time for Worlds, man. It's time for Worlds. Oh. I can't wait.
3: I'm uh, excited. <laughs> I've
2: got the the nervous excitement energy that. I can't wait for it to happen so I can stop worrying about it, uh, mm-hmm. as I always do. But I think, despite all of the obviously very unfortunate circumstances, um, it's going to be a really good event. It's gonna yep. it's gonna be really good. Let me ask you this, Bera: You stay in it. You, your house is not, uh, you know, you've got your place with Destiny, and then the rest of the Renegades all mm-hmm. live together. You guys win worlds on Sunday. What's are you driving over to the team house? Oh yeah. What's happening? Definitely. Okay. We
3: will be definitely celebrating that day. And I think I kinda owe it to Jake to win worlds for like Wow, one year and you already owe the guy? Yeah, that guy is a disgusting <laughs> just disgustingly good player. Did I tell like, you that
2: I told my family about Jake Toast? when i when i was when i was home for christmas we were talking about food and i was saying yeah this one guy he eats this for breakfast every day and they and no one judged him that hard they said sounds interesting they'll try it i haven't gotten a report back
3: but what
2: i don't know they were they were open they were open to it
3: i'm pretty sure my family knows about it too and they said it was disgusting (laughs) well so, listen yeah
2: they're probably it's right. not great they're probably right for the record yeah. that's uh that that's kind of the way it goes um all right thanks everyone for watching and ever in tuning in uh make sure you're I, i'm not forgetting about the question for the record i'm just i'm stalling for time to think about what i want the mm-hmm. question to be um thank what you to kind you like? what kind of tea Hmm. uh it's actually a very... I don't drink tea very often. The only time I drink tea is during World's Time. Because it's good for your vocal cords. Um, and the tea that I drink is from Starbucks. I don't really know what's in it entirely. But it's called a medicine ball. I think it's like... Hold on. Let me see if I can Google it.
3: Yeah, I'm going to... That sounds disgusting. That sounds no, like it would just taste like medicine. Oh, I just searched medicine ball.
2: Um, okay. It's... Uh, one bag Tivana Jade Citrus Mint Tea Peach Tranquility Tea and two packs of honey they also put um, they also put some some lemonade in there Um, and the mint is good for your uh, vocal cords Um, honey is good for your vocal cords and citrus uh, can be good in small quantities
3: Um, I feel like that would hurt your throat
2: it it opens it opens your your throat up a little bit. Um, gotcha. Okay. So whenever I uh, whenever I um, lost my voice, season what was that? Season five worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was season five worlds. Um, I think I drank. I think I drank like five of them, in one day, uh, and I it, I was on the earlier semifinal. And I was slated to cast finals. And uh, I know the exact moment where it happened. It was when Moswall um, killed Fred when he was getting his red buff. And I didn't have enough air for, for, okay, this is more technical. I didn't have enough air. Whenever you're getting loud and getting hype, the way you preserve your voice is that you don't actually use your vocal cords to change your pitch or tone at all. You just push more air. And so you bypass your vocal cords entirely. Um, I didn't have enough air. So in order to get higher and get more energy, I strained my vocal cords and it completely toasted my, my voice. Um, So from that set on, that was the earlier set. I did not speak a word the rest of the day. Uh, Because the best thing you can do for your vocal cords is arrest them. So I, uh, I didn't speak a word for the rest of the day. I chugged the tea. I did go back into the venue at one point, but I just on my I changed my phone background to a note that said not talking, trying to save my voice for tomorrow. Sorry. And whenever someone would come up to me, I would just show them my phone and they would everyone was very understanding. Um, And I got my voice back in time for, for finals the next day. And I thought I had a pretty good finals cast that year. So that's why I'm I drink the medicine ball for, for
1: some.
2: I,
3: I just let you keep going with that one, <laughs> Thank you. So I somewhere else. I, I feel like you needed to get that off your chest, and I was. Well, it was just a full story.
2: I wanted to tell the whole story. You know,
3: that's just kind of that's the way I All
2: right, what's your favorite tea, there, John?
3: I don't have one. Tea sucks. What?
2: What? You let me tea go sucks? on that whole thing with a question you had no intention of answering? Yeah. <laughs> Chad, do you see what I, I, like, I deal with? This 30 like this. year old man couldn't think about the next logical step in the way this goes. This is why I come up with the questions, Mara. Because I know that I'm
3: going to answer this- them. Okay, if anything, that was <laughs> the perfect example of how you go so far <laughs> into detail <laughs> on your opinions about everything, and I'm just like what kind of bread do you want on your sandwich? Any bread? just A bread? Give me two slices of something that qualifies as bread? Was that bread? our
2: very first episode? I feel like that was our first episode. In that moment where I asked you your favorite sandwich and you said I don't know, bread lives rent free in my head. I think that might have been our very first episode and that literally like infuriates me to this day. To this day. That infuriates me. Someone in chat is making fun of me. They say, ask Agro what his favorite type of air is. Joke's on you, my name is Eric21. My favorite type of air is the air in the laundry room when the dryer's running, because it smells good.
3: There you go. Mine's freshly cut grass. That
2: one bothers me, because I'm allergic to grass, and that actually makes me feel like I'm going to break out in, in highs.
3: How are you allergic to grass?
2: I live. That's, you know, I'm doing my best out here. That's all I can say. say, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't what? lay down in grass, or else I like break out in hives. And whenever I smell freshly cut grass, I like, I like can't breathe
3: as well. It's it's bad. That's actually that would suck. I'm sorry. And That's terrible.
2: I've gotten 28 years. I'll, I'll make it work. You know, I'm not that worried about it. Everyone, enjoy the World Championships. I can't Go wait on. to bring them to you. I think that uh, you're gonna love the look of the studio. There's a little hint, and you're gonna love uh, you're gonna love <laughs> watching the games. Uh, it's gonna be really fun. It's going to be really fun. Bera, good luck. Um, imagine how lit the podcast is going to be if you win Worlds, huh?
3: Oh, well, I don't know if I'll be able to do it that night.
2: Oh, we're, we're definitely not. That's a, good, that's a good programming note. There is no chance okay. on Earth we do a podcast the night of, of uh, mm-hmm. a week from today, the, the night after finals. Um, I'm going to talk with the prediction guys on when we want to do it. Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, probably in, you know, before the the next weekend is, is going to be our game plan. And then off season programming note, we're going to have a lot to talk about for season eight. A lot of that is getting revealed at worlds. Um, (laughs) we're going to sprinkle, I think we're going to talk about like, we'll spend one, um, show talking about only balance changes. And then we'll spend one show talking only about, uh, the map. And we'll spend one show talking about like each class or something like that. You know, we'll fit, we'll figure It it out. Um, that's what we're gonna do, but uh, so yeah, well, stay tuned to our twitters. Make sure you guys are following Prediction Esports. They've got a bunch of podcasts and a bunch <clears> of different uh, different communities. So make sure you check them out. Give us a good rating, yada yada. Bera, you totally choked on your final <laughs> buy of twenty nine. Better well, kick, you better kick off. This is good practice for Worlds. Getting you in the right no, competitive mindset. I've been the last
3: like fifteen minutes. <laughs> because as your punishment for not letting adapting on the show uh-huh. you
2: have to do it no what you have to do it it's yep. your first one no, of you 30, have to do it you're gonna start off <laughs> no you're gonna you start off to you're, telling you're, you're, telling me, you know, you're telling me you're the one that forgot about the king yeah. first of all you didn't remind me secondly you're telling oh, me i have to remind you about adapting of. there's only two of us so one of us could have done our jobs um <laughs> listen you're gonna tell me that the week before Worlds, the day before the Worlds broadcast starts, you're gonna cop out of you needing to do your job. Do your you're job, Barry. Hit the, the gold, Fury. Hit you're the tower. Hit the tower. That's your job. Hit the tower. <laughs> Say goodbye. <Barra. laughs> you got, do a thing. No, you gotta do it. All right, here we go, chat You tell me who did it. Whenever I go to the splash screen, ready, Barry. You're gonna do it first. Three, okay. two. One. Any minute now, Barra. Put down the water, Bear. Barra took a drink of water. <laughs> he's laughing. <laughs> Don't spit it out on your computer, Bear. All right, here we go. <laughs> and he's. Oh my god, Barra's choking. Someone get density, Barra's dying.
3: I'm waiting on you. <laughs> you can't turn this on me.
2: Bye! <laughs> that was better than your last one of 29. That
3: was way better than my last one.